Hello and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> I had a giant mouthful of water. I had to gulp it down fast. And I'm Emily. Oh, wow. Okay, hi. I'm hi hydrated. You're supposed to roll with it. Oh, uh, yeah. On this podcast, we are navigating life with purpose, joy, and a heck of a lot of laughter. Yes. I like that. I'm going to roll with that. We're going to roll with that. We're just trying to tag sound. lines. It's yeah. been a week? Two weeks. Holy two weeks. Dos really? semanas. Oh, what happened? For those of you who aren't good with Spanish, that's two weeks. Just We skied and then we were sick. We got hit. Let's hard. whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't give it all away. Well, I mean, you started talking about. I know. I just weeks. was trying to remember what happened. Yeah, this week we're gonna um, we're, we're, we're just here. gonna roll with it and see what happens. Wow. Yeah. Um, but we're here, and we are happy to be here. Yes. Uh, full of life and hydration, and all the other Water. things that keep us going with minerals. Amazingly, no caffeine at this time of the day. No we're caffeine. Just, we're running on fumes. I'm, I'm, yeah, we are. You know, I was learning about fuel oil, okay? Fuel oil for... Like what people used to use to heat houses. Oh, okay, that kind of fuel oil. That fuel oil. Did you know that fuel oil, you can't burn it? Okay, so what is it? It's a... Uh, Isn't all fuel it, flammable? Okay, but it's actually more of an oil than it is a fuel. And so when you're burning fuel oil, you're actually burning the fumes off of the fuel oil and not oh. the oil itself. Okay. Didn't know that. I didn't either. I thought that was fascinating. I didn't fascinating. even know fuel oil. I didn't even know that was a thing until we were looking for houses. And um, what is this giant thing? Yeah. And so with, the basement. with fuel oil, you have to actually heat the fuel oil tank up and then and the process of heating it up it releases fumes that are then burnt huh how did you learn this someone's telling me oh. i can't remember who but i thought that was fascinating so good to know since we don't have a fuel oil tank yeah it's frigid at like room temp and it can't like you can't just burn it at room temp and i think it's it's very expensive too oh it's not not an inexpensive it's, it's, it's expensive yeah yeah expensive i was agreeing with you yeah yep. it's not good What's so funny? <laughs> just that we both said the same thing but different ways. You tried to say it's smarter than me, and <laughs> you're not smarter than me. Smarter than I, a fifth grader. <laughs> okay, uh, fuel oil is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. There's your little lesson about fuel oil. Okay. As I look over and see our beautiful fire burning. March 3rd. Uh, is that in today? 52 degree weather. It is March 3rd today. We had to dry some clothes. Yeah, we, I mean, we need to. Gotta do we it. We didn't turn the fan on, so it's not going to move over here, but it's fine. That's okay. It'll be too loud. It'll be too loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was the, that was the thought. All okay. right. How was your week? Man. Your weeks. We're just saying the week. Semanas. Yeah. Yeah. We went skiing in on uh, Friday, Saturday. Last week. Last yeah. week. And Ruby was like, I don't feel good. But we didn't really have a choice because we were staying the night. So I just said, okay, like we're going to roll, roll with it. it. Yeah. And it was like fever, body aches, and she was pretty miserable, which I felt really bad. Yeah, it was, uh, and that, but she rallied on day two. Because we gave her drugs. Uh, like, not, not ibuprofen not drugs, like drugs, the hard like stuff. Pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals. Versus drugs. That, yeah. So we, Friday. We, I just want to, like, disclaim we do not give the children drugs. drugs <laughs> nor do we ourselves. Chewable ibuprofen. Not, not drugas. Yes. Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> pharmaceuticals. 
And then she did ski a little bit, but that's that was the beginning. Was that my phone? No. no. That and, was the beginning of sickness. Yeah, and then I got injured on Saturday skiing. You weren't sick. No, I got injured. Oh, yeah. Hurt my knee. and Went off a jump. Yeah. Too wild. No, it, I just... So when I wish they I could make, have seen it. Uh, no, it, it didn't look pretty It wasn't. Pre- it wasn't good. Like, I, I was getting some good speed, and then they make snow, and when they make snow, there's always, like, clumps in places, and if you're not, like, prepared right, your ski can catch an edge yeah. on it, and that's what happened, and it caught the edge, and then it twisted around so that my foot was facing backwards. Owie. And my ankle didn't. My ankle turned, which was great, but my knee did not. Well, right. Didn't do a full. You couldn't, yeah, it it couldn't was, make it, it. It was not good. And, oh. So, a week Anyways, later, it's still recovered. Everyone got sick, pretty much, except for two unicorn children. Was that Cora? Ruby. Or not Ruby. Dory. Penelope. No, Cora Penelope was, was a little bit. Cora was kind of blowing her nose, but they didn't get, like, the full no. body aches, but, fever. But Dorothy was the complete unicorn. Like, nothing the yeah, entire time. Yeah, she's... I don't... We need some of the unicorn to pass around. You know, it's like... If there's anyone that I would prefer to not be sick... It's, it's her. that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what we did it's most of the week. she actually sleeps more than everybody else in the family. Maybe. It's probably true. Yeah. Slow and steady, everyone got sick. By Wednesday... I was feeling better. By Wednesday, I just said, TV, take the wheel. Take the wheel, TV. Do only what you can do. We call it visual stimulation. Visual stimulation. Just do your thing. It was actually six movies. It was a great day. I needed to just lay on the couch because I had a fever and was all achy, and they just watched movies. Yeah. And it was good. Like, we just needed to. It was really good. It was a day of rest. They in watched the middle of the week. Kung Fu Panda. Oh boy, Abominable. Uh-huh. Uh The Tinkerbell. Greatest Showman. Tinkerbell. What did we watch in the evening? Oh man, I don't know. Those were four movies. What did we watch in the evening? It was we actually. But was that the one we both fell asleep during, or was that a different movie? I don't know. I don't know. We've taken to, um, if we're not really like fully deeply you just invested take a little in the nap movie, in the movie, Emily and I nap during the movie. You wake up, the movie's almost over. It's, it's a great. great day. It's really great. <laughs> and you feel better. So. Yeah. So the week was good. It was warm, which was on Tuesday, it was really warm. And so we all were playing and running and that, that also, probably was not good for us. That also us hurt our sickness. Yeah. We didn't feel great after that, but it was a nice week besides the gross and everyone's great now. So, I don't know. That was a fine, it was a good week. Yeah. How was your week? Besides everything. Um, my, my week was pretty good. I feel like I am finally back to working in the job that I was hired for a year ago. Oh, you're doing your real job. That was, that's, that's part of my, my how was my week. Mm. Um, and then that's been really good. So, I, I feel like... I feel like work is great, which was really good because home was a bit rough this past week with it the was sickness. Rough. So yeah. it, it's I was talking with a friend today and we were joking about the fact that it feels like whenever work gets good, home, home gets falls bad. Apart. <laughs> and then whenever home gets good, then work doesn't. And so it's, well, it's, it's fine yeah, I'd rather it, I'd rather it not be at the same time. So it's perfect. Yeah. Um but then also I have been I'm not normally a nonfiction 
reader, but I've been yeah, enjoying been reading. a couple nonfiction books. So that have been really, I think, good. Really when good. I read nonfiction, I need a, I have to have a, I have to rest, I have a resting time. I, for some reason, I just don't read them straight through. Well, I think one thing I'm finding with nonfiction is you shouldn't really read it before bed. So yeah, I, that's a bad time. I've been getting up in the morning, and after I do like my hour of work, and and I'm waiting for you to wake up. That's when I've been reading. Hmm? And you haven't been getting up in the morning. This so whole I've week, I turned my alarm of off. Reading, a lot of reading in. It'll be on tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you got to take the kids to school. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually, I think that that's how you got to do it. Nonfiction has to be in the morning. Morning when you can, but I don't really, I don't really fire in all cylinders in the morning either. Well, but I do. Oh yeah. So for me, that, it that's what, it works for it me. It doesn't work for me. I'm thinking for you, it's probably like a lunchtime thing or a quiet time maybe. Maybe. It's like sporadic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just top two random thoughts on your mind right now. Okay, there's a number line behind you. Mm-hmm. It's black circles with numbers on it. It's just wigging my eyes out. <laughs> why? I don't that? know why. Because I'm staring at you, and then they're like, like in my peripherals, the black dots are coming out of your head. That was my first random thought. All right, ready for my first random yeah. thought? Yeah. Stanley cups have lead in them. Oh my goodness! Don't bring this up. <laughs> I'm drinking out of one right now. Oh, my word. So what I think is hilarious. That's when I just swipe. I just swipe to the next article because I can't even. I'm not even going to read it. I choose not to read. What's funny to me is that I scroll through during numbing moments, YouTube shorts, and Emily scrolls through Instagram. But when when the things we're scrolling through start to become the same things. That's when the I just cannot stop laughing. And the thing that has been aligning in our scrolls has been Stanley Cups and Lent. Then I went to the store the other day by myself because I needed a moment. None. I'm just strolling, walking through the store. See, I see water bottles on an end cap. I turn into the aisle. Zero Stanleys. No Stanleys on the shelf whatsoever. Alla Walla. Oh, yeah, all those um, weird brands, yeah. Camelback, mm-hmm. Yeti. No Stanleys. Dude, I, they are tanky. Let's clarify. On the very bottom of the Stanley Cup is a circle the size of a quarter. Apparently, there's lead underneath it. Yep. So if your bottle gets damaged or that part gets ruined... You will have lead. You should chuck it. But mine's still intact. See? I see that. I. So I, I was going to buy a new cup, and then I feel like I couldn't justify the new cup because this isn't damaged yet. So I'm just going to wait. Um. This is one of those moments where I'm okay with you spending money because you being in I your, can buy a new cup? You being in your right mind what? is more important to me than um, being cheap. Oh, my goodness. Because lead, okay. lead makes people cray. I didn't know that. What? No, and I was also wondering, why do we call pencil lead lead? Because it's not lead. It's graphite. It's graphite, right? Why do we call it that? It used to be lead a long time ago. Like, Someone you know, can correct me. Pencils? Chris, correct me on that, but... Um, I'm fairly certain. I mean, I thought graphite, but why do we call it lead? I need some more lead. It did used to be lead. Yeah. I think. So, it did used to be. I missed that. It was lead, you think? think A long time ago? I think that's true. Someone will correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Okay, so I'm getting a new cup. I'll be here next week with a new cup. I just really care about the handle and that it's nice and large. Also, the design of that it tips over and it all spills out. 
and especially in a, in a like like they're targeting moms who have children like 700 things in their hands and of course their kid is going to knock over the cup i know despite you saying to them over and over again watch, the watch out they will still knock it over it's just this is not any any type of cup that is 40 ounces with a handle that is not spill proof all selling points should not leave the home or it stays in the cup holder in your car. It is not a travel cup. It needs a handle. Get a oh, handle, Todd. <laughs> you need to watch Dude Dad. Dude Dad and Charlie Oh, Burns. man, we'll put it in the show notes. If you, you, You're just going to die. They did a great cover about how the Stanley Cups came to be, and they they rocked that. It was one. so funny. Those guys are hilarious. Yeah. Okay, Stanley Cups have lead in them. <laughs> You don't have another random thought. thought. All right, what's your... What, I, don't you know. need two? I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Uh, the, that we just booked some flights. Is that your random thought? No. We're going on a trip. Okay, one of our goals this year was to learn how to do points. Credit card points. Just Credit learn. Credit card points. Just learn because... And successfully utilize them. We've never done it before, and we're like, we spend money. Let's try. So we hooked up. We didn't hook up. We talked to some friends who are wizards at it, told us what to do, gave us a plan, which I just, I like the plan because there's too many options out there. The yeah, World I'm Wide ready. Web is I'm, too expansive. I'm ready to take it on on my own, though. Okay, because need... we did the whole list. Yes. Well, we, we have one more to go, but We still. did the whole list, and we, our goal, what was our goal? Our goal was to go on a vacation with just the eight of us. And just the two of us. Well, first, first. Like, we want to do a family vacation somewhere in the U.S. where we all get to fly because only our children have flown if they've been babies. And two, we could, um, like, use points to stay somewhere. Mm -hmm. And Nathan has conquered the goal. I I just, I actually sent a praise report to one of my friends who's asked me every time we get together, have you booked the trip yet? What? Scott, he keeps asking me. Oh, that's funny. And I was just like, I did it. You did it. Despite all odds. Yes, we just, we didn't really care where, just somewhere. But actually, I think that where we picked is going to be really fun. Yeah, we're going to go to Hilton Head, Savannah, Georgia area. And we're all going to fly, and it's just going to be fun. Yeah, I did check the flights, and I don't know what's up with the tickets right now. They're not actually fully booked, but the Mm -hmm. first flight... Four of us take off at ten, and I'm the rest of us, the other four take off at one. But then we meet at the exact same location and land at the exact same time. So I think the ticket time is wrong. I think that's wrong. Yeah. So I was yeah. just like, I was like, I'm not gonna like deal freak with out. it yet. Don't freak it's out like, yet. But like, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. So we're just excited because like flying eight people. Is it really expensive? I don't think anybody realizes how big of a deal it is to. It's like almost make like thirty five hundred dollars. Oh, is what and it we're not even flying away that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, it's and huge for us. Like trying to find rental cars for all eight of us. Yeah, so that's my random thought. Is um, we I know her? we've grown up with all like the enterprise rental cars or the Ooh. Alamo or all the different rental companies out the world in the world, but you have to be flexible when you have a family of our size and so i actually looked up on turo if you haven't tried turo we have to explain what it is so turo is the the, service it's a service it's like think about like uber like people own like real people own own the the vehicle vehicle. like sam next door owns this van it's it's airbnb for your vehicle yeah okay there you go that's the best 
There you go. Airbnb you for your vehicle. We've used it before. We used it in Colorado. It was perfect. It was a little bit expen- more expensive, but at that time, there was no it was cars. during COVID, and there were no rental cars available anywhere. So it worked for us. Yep. And this worked. This was actually the cheapest price. Yeah. Um, which was great. So and they. We so the person the, meets you like you give them. Your flight info, this is when I arrive, and they meet you at the airport. This one actually has a lockbox on the car that we that oh. I mean meet you. Well, so they tell sweet. you where the car is at the airport, yep. and you go get it, and you use it, and when you're done, you bring it back to the airport, and you're done. Yep. Easy peasy. Super easy. So and we're so gonna we're going to squeeze it. into an eight-passenger minivan. It's a Kia Sedona. Woohoo! Which actually, I'm excited. It's fun driving new cars. I, yeah. It'll be, it's a 2018, so. I was hoping for a Suburban. Honestly. Yeah, that was not an option through Turo. And the Suburbans are premium vehicles at other companies, and they're like $700. And we got this for three. So so we're just going to have to make it work. Oh, it's going to be fine. E- okay. All right, it's going to be fine. It's going to be we good. Get, we get 800 miles, which we can we go to Savannah eat, we and We better back. not be driving. Yeah, if we're driving 800 car. miles, then you might be mad. Driving home. Driving, no, that's way farther than 800. That's true. But, yeah. So... So that's exciting. Yeah, super exciting. Our friends are, you can find them at, what are they called? Frugal, frugal something, something. We'll put it in the show notes. I don't know what they're called, (laughs) but it's Jordan and Courtney. They're great. They are great. Yeah. All right. What's your next random thought? That was, that was my, my second random thought was about Turo. Oh, Turo. Okay. There we did it. All right. That's good. I like that. The random thought segment's a good one. It's kind of pressure. I know. There's I a lot of things I, swirling it's in good there. To, it's good to be a little... Gotta grab one off the spaghetti plate. That that reference is so good. Yeah, it's true. Under pressure. Okay, what's next? Uh, Palabras. Okay. And I did a Google search for... Um, Frugal and free travelers. That's what they're called. Frugal and free travelers. Why did you look at your watch? Because I just like got a notification from them. Frugal and free travelers. Oh. That's what they're called. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a website. Oh, cool. The Frugal and free travelers. Is that a person? Maybe the fire popped. All right. So I searched for, um, I think, uh, just like fun words in English that maybe you don't know. Maybe this will be a good one because the last one's been bad. This one's great um, (laughs) because it comes with sentences. Oh, that's great. I like sentences. uh, That's helpful. And (laughs) these words are, these are great words that I didn't even know existed, some of these. Um, So first word is balter. And in a sentence, I don't dance, I balter. Ooh. It's a type of dance. It's dancing clumsily without any particular grace or skill, but usually with enjoyment. Oh. That's basically how we dance. <laughs> well, I mean, we were dancing to the closing credits in Sonic the oh, other night, man. and I was like, I'm not a good dancer, but it's I was <laughs> baltering. Yep. Totally. I love it. <laughs> Defenestrate. Uh, Howard made me so cross, I had to fight the urge to defenestrate him. Oh my, what is she doing to him? Throwing a person or thing out of a window. Oh no, <laughs> how could she pick Howard up? I don't know, but she must be how is defenestrate strong. actually even a word? How is there a word for throwing someone out of a window? That just made my day. Okay. That's funny. Um, Snollygoster. Nathan, these are just getting worse and worse. Snollygoster. Oh, I wouldn't trust that Snollygoster further than I could throw him. Oh, like that person. It's a reference to some kind of person. Yeah, they're untrustworthy. Untrustworthy. Okay. 
Um, Parasthesia. Okay. Uh, can you go and get it? I can't. I have paresthesia. You can't pick something up. The prickly feeling when your limbs fall asleep. Ooh, you're also like known numb. as pins and needles. Oh, okay. Paresthesia. There you go. Was that our fourth one? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Do we do five? We do. Should do five. Okay. Um, I don't want to do ones that you already know. Well, maybe you know. Maybe good. You know. Allurophile. I see. I don't know it. I don't trust allurophiles. Nope. A cat lover. Oh. Allurophiles. <laughs> Never heard of that. Yeah, it's a A I L U R O allurophile. I'd heard I, of that one. I knew that one. Actually. I didn't know that one. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There's, right. there's the words. Oh, these are fun. Cacinate. To laugh very, very loudly. I know a oh, lot of yeah. people who cacinate. Mm hmm. <laughs> Is it me? No, no. Okay. But like you can always like pick out people who who laugh loudly in a room because you'll know pretty quickly. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Sorry. All right. That was our top five. No, that was our palabras. Palabras. I don't have a top five. No, we switched that with the uh, um, random random thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm liking that segment. You got some big feelings? Mm. You know... (sighs) They don't seem that big. Where's the emotion? I guess like the the big feelings. Ooh, almost knocked my mic down. The big feeling I have had this past week is um, it just sucks sometimes having hard discussions. Mm, I don't like them. I yeah, it doesn't make me feel good, and it makes me actually feel worse when I know I have to have it. Mm-hmm. Um. And that could be at work. That could be at home. Just like having hard discussions where you don't know the result is just hard. Um, But I think like my takeaway or lesson learned from this is Mm. um, you have no control over the response of someone else. And when you try to spend your time, a friend of mine says, when you spend your time on that like track churning over, all the d- different things they could say, the way it could go, it doesn't make it any better. Um, and what we really have to do is just kind of let it be mm-hmm. and not try to. I think prevent. the worst, like when you having hard conversations is hard, but when you know that it's coming, mm-hmm. right? Instead mm-hmm. of it just like happening, yeah. It's the all before. It's worse. The yeah. before is the worst because you're making up a story in the your real, head of how it's going to go, and you rough. and yeah. it's just you're almost better off just coming into a hard discussion right away. Yeah, and then you just figure it out. Yeah, because in the end, the result is actually going to be the same. It will, <laughs> whether you prepare or not. So it's kind of my big feelings. Hard hmm. discussions. I don't know if I have any. Okay. Yeah. You're tired. I'm tired, but that's okay. I'm going to go to bed. Take a nap and then fire as he misses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man, that reference is great. All right. Um, today we're going to talk about something. It's not necessarily community, and it's not necessarily, I don't know, like it, it could feel like some things we've talked about before. But Just bear with us. But bear with us and, and kind of something that I've been working through as part of what I've been reading in my nonfiction book. Your nonfiction book called? Um, 
uh, called Reimagining Church. Yep. Um, but that I'm not really talking about that today. What I, just something that's been standing out to me from that is just the importance of um, as an introvert, and okay. a lot of people in the world are introverts. Yes. Um, it's very easy for us as introverts to make the excuse that like I just need to be alone, right? Like it's all everything will be better when I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. I, what I'm coming to learn and find is I don't think we were designed to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not saying you shouldn't be alone. But what I am saying is being alone shouldn't take priority over being with people. Um, and so let me let me explain what I mean. Like, Like, I think with everything, like, you need balance mm-hmm. um but when all you're doing is being alone and when you're avoiding people i don't think that's healthy is that um, something that you've experienced no oh okay. no i just am like just thinking about like i guess it was more of like a, a like a perspective shift of like introverts can sometimes look at life based off of how much energy they have to give to a situation mm-hmm but if instead you change the perspective of like, well, actually people are really, really important and I get the best experiences in life through community and relationships with people, then it's not how much energy do I have to give, but I'm doing this because this is the best for me. For you. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um... I think when you say like it's an introvert wanting to be alone. I think like moments alone, right? Time alone, but living life alone is like a different, is more what you're referencing, right? Mm -hmm. Like doing life in isolation instead of doing it with other people. And I think I have been having conversations kind of about this too. Like there is a cost. I don't know if it's a cost, but there is like a, like a cost to doing life with people, like being vulnerable and being, you know, like your real self with other people. And I think that, I don't know where I'm going with this, but oh, like, this is good. but, um, it's hard to do, to, to be vulnerable with anyone, anyone. Um, but like what a, when someone's vulnerable with me, that gives me that gives me like an op- like a green light to be like, okay, let's like I like I can do it. I can do that too. Mm-hmm. I can be vulnerable with them, and it like it makes relationships so much richer. But there's like a initial. It's not a cost, but it's like a risk. It's a risk. Mm-hmm. Like, am I gonna spend time with these people? Am I gonna like give a, open the door, open the windows to like the you know inside hard things do i want to share it but i don't know i guess just like imagine if we didn't right i i think we can all imagine what happens because um when you walk by someone and you say hey how's it going right or like hey the weather's pretty great today yeah, eh? yeah like that's like those things are the like surface and yet i just don't think that's like that's it and i don't think that's enough to sustain us as humans, I think that like as we continue to close ourselves off 
from others in depth, I think that like a part of us like just turns off. Hmm. And like then we're not like then we're not like fully ourselves anymore. Like we can't fully experience the depth and richness of life if we're not going deep with other people, if we're not with other people, right? Like, or if like all we're experiencing people is through a screen, you're still like not really getting to the depths. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the thing that I've been really starting to like wrestle with is that like, like that's what life's really about is, is going deep with other people. To the depths of the like not fun stuff, mm. scary stuff, hard conversations. Mm-hmm. That like those things are all like those are the important things of life. I, I think one thing was just blew my mind this week was knowing I was going to have to have a car- hard conversation with someone. Um, me and someone else were going to have to have a hard hard conversation with someone, and beforehand, like I prayed with the other person, and like we were like, like. In full vulnerability, being like we are scared to have this discussion, like, yeah. like, and and that discussion went so much better than we expected, and and I think like that, like full vulnerability of like, this is scary, this is hard with someone else, hmm. was super powerful then in that discussion, and and I don't know if it would have had the same results, maybe, but it was way better with it. With that, so like we got this. It's gonna be great. Yeah. we got it. It's no big deal. No, like like we took it seriously. Mm. I just think that like I don't know. There's this term that my dad used to use, right? Withness, and it's this idea that like we were designed to do things with each other, and I think that withness factor changes everything. It's I can walk to the mailbox any day. Mm-hmm. But yet, there's something really special about the witness of walking with my kids to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Or I can go and run an errand at any time. Like, I can go to Costco. Mm-hmm. But today, when we went with just half of our kids, it was, fun. it was super fun and special. And listening to them be excited about everything they saw. Everything. In every single aisle. <laughs> the color. Can we get those rainbow cereal, Mom, and this and that? It was just so, so fun and cute. And and I just think that, yeah, easily I could go and do that alone. Yeah. But I just am becoming more and more aware that, like, that's not where, like, the depth, the fruit, the, the deepening of relationships happens. It can't happen when you're doing it alone. Mm. Um, and so my... <laughs> I don't know if I don't think we've shared this in the podcast, but my dad and um, his business partner. business partner were trying to like prove like how much withness they had. <laughs> so they they said, "All right, you can't run any errands. Do anything alone. You can do anything alone." And how long did they last? They lasted a day and a half, um, and they needed like they both needed something and they kept calling people to see if they would go with them to go run the errand and people kept turning them down and um it's really it's actually kind of sad when you think about it because like why were people like why are people turning them down yeah right but i think um it points to something that i mean this was probably five or no probably eight years ago yeah 
Um, but even now, like I can, you can see it like in our culture, there's something where it's, it's like, well, why would I ever ask someone to go with me? But yet prior to, uh, I don't know, industrial revolution where people like lived in the towns they lived in, like if a person said to you, Hey, let's go somewhere. You, you, you went with them. Yeah. Right. Like you did stuff with people in your community. Mm. And I think that something is shifting that I'm, I just don't know if it's really good. These black dots are wigging out. It's like a, it's like a. Is that why you're making these <laughs> eyes at me? I'm like, am I saying it's like wrong? The, um, those like optical illusion things and it's oh, swirling. Yeah. It's the black dots. The trick is you got to like look I'm past focusing. them. Look I'm through focusing them. on your pupils. <laughs> there are, those are also black dots. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like at your nose. But like you, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I just think that, that something has changed in our culture and. And I'm not saying like we need to be completely countercultural, but like sometimes we I do. think we do here. I think that we need to fight against that. Hey, I'm just going to do everything on my own. And and America is an incredibly indiv- individualistic culture. Oh well, yeah. And yet, and what I was thinking is that like we have been talking about family as a team, about our organization at MSU as a as a team. We've been talking about like doing church with our like the church is the people we've been talking about, like all of these, like withness, all these things all require like people in relationships being fully vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I just feel like culturally right now as a nation and as like a, as a just country, we are doing the exact opposite of that. And, and we actually like further support that by being like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, like just like the, so focus on like the individual. And I just don't, I'm not sure it's healthy. I'm not sure it's the best thing. So how do you combat the individualization? I think you individualized living. How do you combat that? I think you have to try to do uh, like the, what my dad and his business partner did. Like, like start like it, just you have to start rewriting your brain to being like, well, I can do this alone, or in, instead say, hey, can I bring someone along with me on this? Mm-hmm. Or like, out if you're at work and you're working on a project, like instead of doing that project alone, like, heck, sit next to someone and work on it, or invite them to do that with you. Or we've done, been doing this actually um, because we have a pretty hybrid organization. Sometimes my co- coworkers and I will just open up a call and we'll be working on two separate things, but just like talking back and forth like you would when you're in the office together. Mm-hmm. And like that, those little things that seem so stupid aren't because mm-hmm. like it's building, like it's building those relationships that like, that's what really matters. Yeah. I don't know. What ideas do you have from like a, I don't know. I just, I'm never alone. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So I went to the store the other day because I was like, because I needed to bug out because and I could it was see it in your much. eyes. I could see it in the black pupils. Yes, <laughs> and I I got to the and one of them at core asked, "Hey, can I go with you, mom?" I said no, and then I was at the store and I was thinking, man, I should have just brought her with. Like I was conflicted. Like mm-hmm. oh, I should have brought her with me. This would just been like a nice me and her time. But also no, and I think I said like I deserve to go to the store alone. And and so I think it's tricky. It's balance. Because, right. like, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who has a loud life, right? Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of, there's a lot going on, right? Um, but I think 
like the goal isn't to do isn't do everything alone i think that it is bring somebody along like just in life with you Mm -hmm. right and then it's gonna funnel down right it's gonna shake out Mm -hmm. in your funnel and it's like it's just so much better when you're together Mm -hmm. And, and but i think that like you do have to right like if we look at jesus he he went alone yeah, sometimes too um and he protected those like alone moments and so i think when you talk about how your life is loud um because you know that's the case during the day you have to set aside times when the loudness isn't around to have those quiet moments right mm-hmm. and so i think like this week when you've been sleeping in you've been losing some of that yeah because I wake up and they're awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, it is it is a balancing act. You have to have those moments so that you can work out of those moments and overflow and have the ability to, like, overflow into the other moments. Um, and that gets hard when you're sick or you're not feeling well or, like, it, it just gets really hard. Mm. Then someone has to say, hey, you need to leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was losing it a little bit. Yeah. So... That's, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just something I've been So how are with. you doing things uh, with other people besides your children or me? I guess, or work. I think that that is the challenge. Is, um, it's all too easy for me for even things around the house to just do it on my own mm-hmm. and not invite someone or even invite a neighbor or invite a friend to do it with me. And I need to be better about that. Um, because those are good opportunities to to go deep with that person. Hmm. I'm a huge fan of the like doing life together with someone one on one. I love that. Like, hey, let's chop some wood together, or hey, let's go run this errand together. I love that. I get a little. It's a little hard for me when it's multiple on one. Sometimes that can be harder. What's multiple? Like, oh, like multiple friends? Or no. yeah, or taking like <clears throat> a bunch five of kids. kids to the store. Yeah, it's, it's harder than. Then like, you're just doing the dang thing, and you're like, yeah, batting down the hatches. Come on, troops! Yep, strap on your helmets, <laughs> tighten your bootstraps. Let's do this thing. <laughs> That's a different kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's too funny. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Not, not not too much more there, but just that was kind of what I was thinking about. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think the, the takeaway is um, take a moment, like, always make sure you're, like, working out of rest, right? Or having that so that you can then be available to build into other relationships but also like don't neglect building into other relationships because it's i don't know i think it's easy for us to think that we are taking care of ourselves when we're numbing Mm -hmm. and that's that's not taking care of yourself yeah um so it's yeah but i think we need people we need people in deep, vulnerable relationships to experience the full richness of life. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Cool.
Cool. Anything to add? No, my eyeballs need a break. Okay. They're overstimulated. Well, we appreciate you joining us today, tonight, whenever you're listening to us. Mm. Um, we will do our best to put everything we said we were going to put in the show notes in the show notes. Video link. I got it. Got it. I Wonderful. Got it. Um, and we just hope that you are doing well, that you're having a great week, and we love you, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.